0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 168 of the Mighty Whites podcast. Where, uh, as the normal non Simpsons title says, four points from two games and we're a bit pissed off. Leeds, that. Mm. Uh, but the Simpsons won. It's just Kyle Walker Peters. It's still good. It's still good. Uh, he's,
1: he's gone. I know.
0: Yeah. He, he, I'll tell you what. If England were playing Leeds in a World Cup final, Kyle Walker Peters would be the first name on the team sheet. Loves playing us. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant against us, right? Um, how are you doing, Casey?
1: Yeah, pretty good. How about you? Uh,
0: exhausted, but other than that, good. The combination of a well, and the Marsh heat. Has
1: subs- Je- Clearly, Jesse Marshall substituted you twenty minutes earlier. Yeah, he uh, he
0: definitely should. We'll we'll get onto that when we get to the second half.
1: No, the pitchforks are out now. <laughs> I must Damn admit. Yankee.
0: I did. I didn't go like mental on our Twitter or anything, but I did immediately go to, "Oh come on!" Like you've got now. Look, he's doing a good job. I, but it was it was an egregious error.
1: I think I I described the substitutions as Neil Warnock esque. He was a step away from looking at the crowd, going, "Guys, I've got this. It's for our crap. They've (laughs) equalised. Quick, lads, come on, quick." Yeah. Browning, yeah, it, come on.
0: It wasn't great. Um, I fuck it. We may as well just talk about it now because we started. The reason that the lack of subs pissed me off so much, one, when the entirety of Twitter is saying we need to make a sub here, we're really under a cosh, we're really struggling to get out. If everyone else can see it, you can see it. But the thing that annoyed me more was I actually watched the press conference live for once. Just because I think I was working and I was just sat at my desk and not that busy. So I just put it open in a tab and he gave a very nice detailed answer about what it's like playing pressing football in this kind of heat and how he's got experience of that from the MLS. And you can do it, but it does tire the players out. And this is one of the games where having five subs could be a real advantage. Well, fucking make them then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i my my best bet is that he got scared with the bamford injury and then forgot he could still make two extra subs on top of that
0: yeah it was a it but, was an odd one
1: yeah uh you know the fact that like you said, one he he brought it up himself in the press conference, and two, it was. I don't know if there is records of this, but it's believed to be the hottest day in Premier League history.
0: That may or may not be correct. I don't know, but it's it will it will be one of them. Um,
1: I stole that. <laughs> from, I stole that from the commentators who who described it in such a way. Oh, so. I
0: believe I believe my commentators were speaking Arabic.
1: Oh, so, no, mine, mine were English. Mine were fine. Well, one of them was so, from like Cornwall or somewhere. But
0: but they were obviously going into a lot of detail about Leeds because it was loads of words I don't understand are uh, Simon Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm willing to bet that the commentator was actually pretty good at his job. Mm. But I have no way of proving that. Um, so, yeah, Leeds 2, Southampton 2. Um, we can sort of get through the first half fairly quick because it was nil nil at half time, and the main story was Bamford going off injured and Gellart not being on the bench due to injury. Um, can we even pretend that either of those things are surprising?
1: No, I be- can't <laughs> say they're not concerning either. No, like we.
0: This is why everyone and their dog agrees that we need to sign a striker. Even if it's not a glamorous one, even if it's A.J. Adams or someone like that, you need another body.
1: Yeah, I it's, it's tough to look at a front two of Dan James and Rodrigo and be happy about it. Mm. Like, I, I know Dan James works very hard and, and he can press quite well, but he's also... You know, as we've kind of found out, not the person you want to be playing through on goal.
0: No, I mean, to be honest, I will say, because there was two major chances in the first half. One of them was Dan James. Good through ball from. If I remember rightly, it was Harrison. Uh, James in down like the left channel. Really good strike, left footed across the keeper. And Bazunu makes a really good save. Like, Dan James did nothing wrong in this game. I was perfectly happy with his performance. He just isn't a striker. Hmm. It's, you know... It, I suppose, like in an if it was the full on really four triple two, not four two three, like a really high press where it's basically four two four. In that situation, I can sort of see it because it's just pressing and running in behind. So, so, for that, yeah, it's probably fine, but the rest of the time, you, you want an actual striker there. But it was a good save. Um. The the other big chance, and this was the much bigger one. Uh, I can't remember who took the corner, but it, it was.
1: I believe it was an in swinger. So yeah, think so it's it probably Harrison.
0: Harrison. Yeah, so it'll have probably been Hallison. Uh, Rodrigo runs to the near post, really good flick on, and I'm going to be nice and say James gets in Christensen's way, but I think he just made a bollocks of the header. To be honest,
1: I it wasn't. I, I think when I I wrote the recap. I think it was, again, possibly being generous, thinking that Dan James was going to go for the header.
0: So what you're saying is, no, Jackie, you're wrong. He wasn't put off by Dan James. He was put off by the idea of Dan
1: James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is I'm... a deep cut. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> yeah, it was. Um... But yeah, it, it's this way. Because if he generates any power on that, I think it's one nil.
0: But what is he, four or five yards out with three quarters of the goal to aim at?
1: Yeah. It's a massive. It's, it's a, a massive cushion header back to the back to a diving goalkeeper.
0: Mm. Yeah. But half time, nil-nil and Leeds have been the better side. Uh Southampton weren't they weren't horrendous, but they were like considerably worse than
1: we were. No, I mean in terms of their their chances, you've got Armstrong breaks away. Diego Llorente makes a fantastic tackle that didn't terrify any of us. Oh, yeah. We,
0: I should, I've should missed off the notes because i flew up in a rush.
1: I immediately had my leads eyes in and went, oh, great
0: tackle. Brilliant challenge it. And then Did I you it then back. look at
1: who it was?
0: No, I watched it back, basically, when it showed the first replay. If that gets given as a red on the field, it ain't getting overturned. No. He hits, he hits the player, then the ball. Yeah. And, you know, I I kind of, I do try and not just have Leeds' eyes in when I can. In real time, it doesn't happen. I thought it was a perfect tackle. And yeah. I think it was just close enough that it was fair enough he got away with it. Hmm. But if it had been at the other end of the pitch, I'd have been going mental. Uh,
1: you have that. Armstrong has the other chance where he shoots. I think it deflects off. It's either one of our defenders or... Or Adams, and then hits him again. Yeah, I think it was a good
0: block, the first
1: one. Yeah, and then. And then. I've forgotten his name now. Uh,
0: The centre back, Bella Kotchap.
1: I was going to call him Catsup Bella, but sure, yeah, Yeah. we'll go with that. Um, He has that one way sort of puts some power on it, but doesn't really trouble Melier. Yeah, well, it's it's
0: plenty of target, but his one from good interception and run run forward 40 odd yards.
1: Uh, I've
0: yeah. seen that before. Yeah. Well, against Leeds. A yeah. centre-back. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the only difference is he ran through the middle of this one and we're meant to have players there now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty solid first half. I was pretty pleased with it. Everyone was. But not as pleased as we all were with the start of the second half. Um, One thing that I've noticed early. Leeds are good at
1: kickoff moves. Well, yeah, because Southampton did kick off the first half by smashing it straight out of play within the first seven seconds.
0: So yeah, I don't, know, uh, if some, spread, I don't yeah. know if that
1: spread bet is still allowed. Oh, no. I was going to
0: say something, something, spread bet, something, something, Southampton. <laughs>
1: um. So, yeah it, it's, it, yeah, it was quite nice to see not that happen.
0: Yeah, well, we played it forward, got into a good position the, and then put a cross in and that one's cleared. But... We have done that a couple of times from kickoffs, actually had a nice move that's gone forward already this season, which is good to see. But this one cleared out. They go to clear it and there's really good pressure on the ball. So he slices the clearance out to Harrison. Gets ball out of his feet. Brilliant cross. Like perfect cross. Rodrigo gets across the near post. Proper strikers run. Good finish at the near post. Um Rodrigo in this game wasn't. Amazing, but he was like it's so weird. I, I, I think his all around game probably was like the first half against Wolves, he was better than this. Hmm. But you pop up with the goals, and that's fine.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we'll come on to his contribution for the second goal, the hard work that he, he put yeah. in for that one. But, um, I will call that striker's goal.
0: <laughs> but no, it was. A, I, called, it was I, I
1: thought about calling Southampton police about that one because I think Pascal Strike <laughs> had a goal stolen from him. <laughs> uh, but no, like you say, a fantastic run and an all an all game. To be honest, I thought our crossing was was very effective from from both Aronson and Harrison, hmm. um, both set pieces and from open play. It, it was quite nice to see us causing something of a problem for a team from a set piece. It does beg the question why Jack Harrison wasn't taking corners for the last two years.
0: Yeah, but he did take plenty of them. They were all shite. No, a,
1: a lot of it was Calvin Phillips and Rafinha, though.
0: Yeah, but there's... Who it, were it, also it, terrible. It didn't
1: matter who took them. Like, <laughs> there's a, there was a disease at Leeds United. You, know you know when they talk about how when it's difficult to to break a team down, the best thing to do is... It, it's almost give them possession and then win it back in those areas. Is that what we were trying to do from those corners? Hit it to the first man so we could close them down in the penalty area? No, it's just that... I mean, it goes back longer than this, but it's just that
0: to think set pieces are cheating. not
1: <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> send everyone back to the halfway line.
0: If you out, if you whack it over the near post, they can head it out to whoever stood 40 yards out for Leeds, and then we can build and score a real goal. Um, but yeah, 1-0 leads sort of stay on top, to be honest uh, not loads of chances but just looking like the better side get they get another corner same corner routine, just different players near post, swung in Strouk with a flick on, that's such a good flick on, that it loves silver pazunu and he's going in uh, but Rodrigo heading on the we and after after like after his
1: birthday as well
0: yeah, um, as for, like because it was a TV camera angle and it wasn't side on, I didn't jump up straight away because my first thought was he's offside. Yeah, I thinking, God, why didn't you just leave it, Rodrigo? Yeah. And had he been offside, I'd have been fuming because it yeah. was going in. But you watch it back, and there's a guy, they had a guy out for the short corner. And I mean, he wasn't just onside, he was onside by a yard and a half. It,
1: was, it wasn't, well, even yeah, close. because I think when Strike makes the header, I think. Rodrigo moves forward about five yards after the header.
0: Yeah, he's so miles I, th- I think he
1: would have been, yeah, I think he's absolutely fine. And it a little bit, I, I can't say because I can't remember off the top of my head now, but the guy who, who's gone out for the short corner needs to pull out a bit further after that.
0: Yeah, as soon as it's taken, he needs to go that way. Hmm. It's a bit of a basic lack of awareness of, I'm guessing that they don't, it's not something they've worked on. They've just said to him, oh, go out for the short one. And he hasn't thought beyond that. It
1: was, no, it was, like, quite, got... inter- it was quite interesting watching because um, I didn't pick up on it. If it was happening during the Wolves game, having Harrison and Aronson standing over corners. Oh,
0: we've we've done that quite a lot of times. We were doing it yeah. in pre-season as well.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things that I hadn't picked up on yet, but it was quite it's quite an interesting tactic. If I remember rightly, we even did it last season under MASH. It must be... It,
0: yeah, uh, not every time, but we've definitely done it a few times.
1: Um, oh, which was, one of them is going to hit the front post? Will it, it be Phillips? Will it be Rafinha? Or...
0: It appears to be front post, front post, front post, front post, and then the clipped one to the far post where someone's running around the back, which the under-21s seem to be better at in terms of actually doing that one right. Hmm. Um, I don't mind Rodrigo going in and heading it in on the line because if he's watching the ball, he doesn't know how close Bazunu is, and he and he also probably doesn't know that he's on the line rather than two yards out because he's just looking at the ball. Yeah. So you know, if you're a striker, your instincts are you're going to go for it. Um, yeah. Two 0 up, everyone is fucking delighted, like deservedly two 0 up. Perfect start to the season. And that's when the management just wasn't good enough. I mean, I can understand the players tiring and stuff. That's fine, but that Hassan Little brought on Armstrong and Joe Aribo pretty much it, like within a minute of the second goal. Mm. So that's you know two forwards, and then leads were still better for like four or five minutes, and that's when it started turning. And the second it started turning. Uh, Hasenhuttle then made a third. Somebody brought on Sakumara for Jan Bednarek. Stopped playing this 5-3-2. Which, by the way, if Hasenhuttle keeps playing that, is sacked by the end of August. If he keeps playing the back three. Uh, but they switched back to 4 2 which is what they play. They press high. They go fairly direct, but not ridiculously so. And Leeds just couldn't get out. And instead of the, like I think the first goal is before we change formation. Uh, the player like they're getting down the left hand side. Christensen gets done, mm. like, mm. and not for and not for the first time. Obviously, it's been two games. Players need time to settle. No one's writing him off, but he's had two games and he's had two poor games. There's no way around that.
1: Get me Paul Conway on the line. I mean.
0: Cody Drama must be thinking because he, he was one, he was probably the best player for the under 21s yesterday. Uh, he must be thinking he's in with a shout. Um, so yeah, they get getting down the left, ball across, and it's that leads thing with this formation, and it is just part of it. Everyone goes across, and Joe Aribo is completely free at the far post, and by far post, I mean penalty spot.
1: Yes, because everyone is just. Sort of shimmied across,
0: yeah. Everyone has got sucked in because so, once Christensen's missed, Cock has to go right across, which drags Jurente across, which drags Strack across. And because it's they're play, they have now gone for triple two at this point, they've basically got four up front, so it's four v four. Once one gets beaten, it's four v three.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a good player. And, and again, I, I should remember this, but I can't remember who the other Southampton player in the box is who kind of just sort of dummies going for the pass for a second
0: i believe that it was Ch- i believe that it was che adams that was the other player in the box
1: yeah and i don't think he does a good job of just kind of making i think it was just a step towards it and then just creates that bit of space
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh for the ball to go behind him and then yeah like i said there's just a big gap in the middle
0: yeah uh, arebo's there and to be honest it's a weird thing to say but we when it's your team, you focus on you always focus on what it was about your team. I actually think Melièr does quite well to cover the angle, and Leeds do quite well to get players back on the line. I just think Aribo finishes it well. Hmm. Like I, is Mel, a little bit unlucky because he actually gets there and it just slides under his leg. Like Melièr is literally half an inch away from managing to make the save, which would have been a brilliant piece of goalkeeping. But finish finishes well, and this is where the lack of changes really pissed me off. Before, while it's still 2-0, I can understand the, look, we're doing okay here, I don't want to mess with it. But at this point, like we are properly under the cosh. We can't really get out. We can't get anything done. And it's not like it was two goals in three minutes. There was just short 10 minutes between the goals. There yeah. was there was time to see what was going wrong and go, right, we're, you know, a bit knackered in midfield here and we just didn't do it. Because, I mean, the subs that he made, like, for sure for Rocker was 88, click for Harrison was 84 and sinister for James was 84. Yeah. Like, even with everything, he's still only made four and one of them was an enforced change in the first half. Like mm. rocker look, now, rocker. I I still stand by what I've seen from pre season. I think he's a great player, but at the minute he has an owl in his legs.
1: Mm. And and to be way? honest, I thought given the conditions, there was a lot of pressure on Harris uh, Harrison and Aronson to put in mm. a lot of yards to keep. And I, and I thought by the seventy minute mark, they were done.
0: Yeah, they like were both as, as
1: good as as good as Aronson is, as as well as he's done in the the Bleak Test and that that they're rough conditions to play in the second game of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean they are now. And instead of making subs, Marsh's idea was, "Oh, I'm going to switch to a back five. and he moved Strauch inside, played three centre backs, and played Harrison at left wing back. And Harrison can play left wing back; it's not his strength, but he can. He can't really play it when he's already bollocksed. And, like, we'll just go straight to the goal. Like, we were really struggling to get out. Uh, They get the ball in the middle. Sekumara, who looks a good young player, to be fair, it's worth saying that is a fantastic pass. Like, he's facing the wrong way. It's a reverse ball in in between a centre-back and the wing-back. Perfectly weighted. Kyle Walker-Peters is in. It's a great pass. But Jack Harrison just slides two, three yards short of the ball. For no reason.
1: Yeah, he seems to go like a second or two too early. Like, yes. I, think if he, I think if he stands up for a second longer, I think he probably blocks it. Or at least can
0: get like, back. forces
1: him a bit wider.
0: Yeah, put some pressure on him, just like lean on him or something. Hmm. And that is Harrison's fault. But I'm not going to bollock Harrison for it because I, he was my man of the match for Leeds. Yeah, I know Rodrigo scored two goals, but I thought Harrison was outstanding in this game, except for this one bad decision that he shouldn't, for me, have been in that position to make. Like, I'm just, I just thought I'll just look at the bench and see if have I missed something. But no, like Yelda and Drama are both on the bench. Like, if you're wanting someone, if you are wanting to switch to a back three, I wouldn't have done that. But if you are wanting to, because they're going to attack him. Move straight to centre back and play Yelder at left, wing back. Yeah. There is I can't understand why you wouldn't do that. And it just it was it was incredibly frustrating to throw it away. Like it's a really good finish from Walker Peters as well. Uh but I just I was I was very disappointed. Because nothing wrong, if you'd have offered if you'd have offered me four points from these two before the season kicked off. Of course, I'd have taken it. It's an objectively very good start to the season.
1: I think I but, even said if you but, if you take into account Chelsea next, it's that have taken four points from the opening three. Yeah, I believe you said that on the Wolves preview. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it, that would have been compared, especially compared to last season, it would have been a, a pretty decent start. You know, we're through with the first two, the uh, first two weeks of. Of the Premier League now, were sixth, which is higher than we ever went last. You know, much higher than we ever went last season. Um, because I think outside of where we were before the, a ball was kicked on alphabetical order, we only went de- like you know we dropped straight to twentieth because of how bad we did on the opening day, and then I don't think we ever went above fifteenth, did we? After that, no. So um,
0: it's just a shame because. You can't turn off that bit of brain that goes should be six four.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the disappointment of you know, like like you say, going into it going, hey, you know what, if we get if we get four points from the opening two games, we are in a solid position. But once you are in that position of two nil up and and dominating a game, um, the, the the only thing for me is in terms of the substitutions when I look at, like I said, I, I think Harrison and. And Aronson probably needed to come off, and I'd, and I'd have done one before the other. Um, I'm just trying to think of, of who you'd who I'd be tempted to move. Um, do you have a bit of a reshuffle and put Dan James out in a wider position because it, defensively I think he would be better suited than Sinister would. Well, I think sort of. I mean, by that point, James already sort of was. It was like Aaronson well, behind sort of swapped, Rodrigo. They swapped it, yeah. They swapped them, didn't they? Um, but yeah, is like it... I don't know if it was looking at his bench and thinking Sinistera is not the guy I want out there defending at the moment, or or what it was, but uh, or if you put Greenwood in a in a more advanced position for, for say Rodrigo earlier, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think
0: this very there just various options like Rocker looked knackered on an hour, a cat with it would have been very easy to put Foschier on, on 60, 65 minutes for him. Hmm. Harrison looking knackered, you know, I'm, I would have been fine even though Harrison is better than him defensively. If it had just been on this, if it had been earlier, like between goals one and two, Sinister just coming on there would have been absolutely fine. If, if you want to go defensive, you have the option of bringing on Yelder or Drama and switching to a five. Hmm. But uh, even if you didn't change anything tactically, I just think that they needed fresh legs. Yeah, Like you could have literally just brought on people in the exact same positions and not changed anything. And I think we'd have won, if you make a couple of subs. But... In fairness to Marsh, and this is the good, this is the good thing about it. But I must admit, I am a lot happier with Marsh than I was back. It's weird because he kept us up in a sense last season. I'm happier with him now than I was then. Because I can see a plan now. I can see the tactics. It is sat into yeah. work. In fairness to Marsh, he came out after the game and basically said, yeah, I should have made them subs early.
1: Hmm. Which... It would know, madness it... if he hadn't, to be fair. Like...
0: Yeah, but at least he set... The problem is if he says that and then does it again, because hmm. we've had managers like that before. <laughs> I mean, hell, Bielsa does that. Maybe I should have done something different. And you know, he's never gonna.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I said, it. it, it you know, the favorite reference for me to, to that was the Neil Warnock era of, it, it was that Middlesbrough away game, especially when what was it eight? You know, eighty odd minutes. And then Middlesbrough take the lead, and, and everyone's going, put a sub on. They are taking over. Just please make us. And I think, like, when the fans were chanting to bring someone on, yeah, and Neil Warnock, like, mockingly applauded them, and then they scored. Mm. Oh, don't worry. Brownie's coming on. Yeah, like, for right. God's sake. Like, obviously, it's not at that level yet. Um, and I think it would take a long time to, to get to that level of, of vitriol. Yeah. It's We uh, hated Neil Warnock.
0: I don't. Uh, we should mention because there isn't any actual like news, is there? You know no, I mean? not really. Um, did you watch the oh, was it disappointing result, but we go on. Uh, we will preview the Chelsea game in the next pod, which will be Thursday or Friday, depending on when we've most free. Uh, did you watch the 21s game
1: yesterday? I did not get to watch the 21s. I obviously right. saw, the, saw the starting lineup and saw it was a, a pretty strong team.
0: Yeah. Really strong team. Uh, the I mean, strong enough that the odds jumped from eight to thirteen leads to win to like one to three, three to ten. And Leeds played that game horrendously. Like they were really poor. To all it finished, and Leeds never got out of second gear. Um, it was uh, Leeds went one 0 up with for, uh, Mateo Joseph. Nice to say after two games, but it's fifth of the season. Uh, it was a click in swinging cross. Defensive mistake falls to him. Decent finish. And this was the sort of just the way Leeds were in this game. Kickoff, Norwich equalised within about 45 seconds. Just asleep all over the shot. Uh, Leeds then get back on top by getting, you know, out of first and maybe into second. And they are the better side throughout, but they just, it's as if the game, you know, when you, um, you know, if you're playing like a seven-a-side game in a league and you've got a good side and you're playing against the team that's bottom and everyone's trying to score worldies and hit shots from all over because they just know that they can win whenever they need to. Yeah. It was like they were doing that. They were ter- The number of times that, like, like... You know, oh, and there's the shot over, and you look to the side, and Cody Drama is clean through 20 yards of space, and they just don't play the pass, stuff like that. So it gets to half time uh, at one all. And I'm actually trying to remember what the second goal was now. Um, Oh, oh, I remember uh, uh, through ball from uh, Somerville, who again, he was probably the most lively, but also probably the most greedy. Like, it was, mm-hmm. was good, but he also made bad decisions. But he played a good through ball for Sonny Perkins. And uh, Perkins, it wasn't a great finish, but just slid it under the keeper and it just snuck through. Perkins clearly is behind on fitness compared to a lot of them because he signed late. Um, he looks a good player. He just needs time to build up. But again, uh, they sort of threw it away. They, uh, I don't know... Exactly, I think this one was slightly longer um, Looking at it, yeah But Drama committed a foul on the left-hand side And it was a foul And everyone stopped But Nor- uh, Norwich still had the ball And they just carried on playing, left played advantage And uh, just no one woke up So they they got in down outside, cro- cross in Play far post, cuts inside, kills in corner and it was such a sloppy goal to give away. And then for the rest of the game, uh, Leeds weren't great. They did have one disallowed. Uh, it was a good cross from drama, and Matteo Joseph finished it at the far post. My gut reaction was that it wasn't offside, but it was a, there was no side on replay. Hmm. So I have no idea if I'm right or not on that. And then in the last minute, Somerville hit the post. We ahead. Yeah, hit the post with a header, and then from it, that got cleared out, corner to the far post, Jeremiah Mullen completely free header five yards out, straight at the keeper. Like they they nearly scored a few at the end when I think they woke up and realized, oh shit, we're we're not actually winning. But yeah. uh, as as um as he has been dubbed by Jesse Marsh, Scoobs will be absolutely fuming with that one because if Leeds had played at six out of ten they'd have won it by two or three
1: yeah uh, I mean I when I looked at the team obviously it's a strong looking team in as much as you've got Drama who's now got you know that decent right Cardiff under his belt yeah for sure and click very experienced Somerville who's knocking on the door Greenwood who has been in with the first team most of the summer and then, and Yelda to an
0: extent as well at centre back.
1: Yeah, I'd, was it? Because I I looked at the team and the way they'd set it up. Was it Keenan? Was it Keenan Carroll at fullback? Yeah, Keenan Carroll played left back. Okay, because
0: um, he looks talented but raw. Yeah, like he's got some ability, but I'm not sure he's going to make a left back.
1: Well, because I was just looking at it because the, the way that they set it up normally for the first team. And something that annoys me now is that I don't know why it annoys me, but they seem to start the team from, so obviously list them in roughly position order, but they've switched from right to left, which annoys me. Mm. I don't know why. It's very petty of me. But um, with the reserves, I don't, the under 21s, as I'm looking at the team here, it lists it as Drama, Carroll, Mullin, and Kielder, yeah. which did make me think Kielder was playing left back and Keenan Carroll had now become a centre-back, which I was slightly... That... I can't remember Keenan Carroll. I remember his dad, and his dad yeah, is not a tall uh, man. If you think if you think of his dad, yeah, yeah. that's pretty... Yeah. <laughs> like Physically... I was,
0: thinking, <laughs> I was there thinking, like, that's a shift. It was weird hearing it on commentary, because Bryn Law commentated on it, which is strange for 21s game. Hmm. But he just said, uh, Keenan Carroll, I'm looking forward to seeing how he gets on, because I play against his dad in the Vets League. <laughs>
1: I wonder if Ru Marquez is in there as well still
0: Yeah Any uh, The, yeah, ne- the De- Nesra Whites Because it was quite funny actually. Ben Parker saying Have you not tried to get Seb to join your team? And he went I don't get near enough imo- near enough to him on the pitch to ask <laughs> <laughs> Which was quite funny But yeah uh, Missed opportunity Because Leeds want to be getting promoted out of this division From looking around all the squads and stuff We have a 21s that should be Really doing something in this league, and this was there was no it was basically we had two 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 draws, and both of them were ones that absolutely should have been wins.
1: Yeah, um, um
0: so, so quick check of Phil Hayes' Twitter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened before we go? Oh, there was quite a strong link to that Wilfred Nonto from Zurich, who's already you know 18, he's already got four caps for Italy, but it. It sounds like, from, even though it was very strongly linked all over Europe, Phil Hay and everyone seems to be saying, nah, don't hmm. So I don't think it's very likely. Um, yeah, there is, there isn't anything.
1: It is Diego Llorente's birthday. Happy birthday, Diego Llorente.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's all <laughs> so yeah. I've got.
0: Yeah, so um, we will be back on... One of Thursday or Friday. I think Thursday is probably more likely. Just I think there's a little bit more free time that day Um to preview the Chelsea game.
1: But yeah, as, as, as much as we're pissed off with that result, it's still a good start to the season. Yeah, there, are, there are much more expensively assembled teams having a much worse start to the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't really get into it, do we? Because we try and talk about Leeds, but we should just briefly mention how
1: hilarious Man United are right now. (laughs) That moment of just David De Gea stood at the edge of his own six-yard box with the ball, and I could hear through the screen just, uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, he... such an odd tactic, though. Why... Why is he not the one taking the shot goal kick? So a, load essentially...
0: of, a load of teams are doing this, so I'm guessing that there is some theory going round. Analysis people that if you do that, it lets you. That it, it's harder. There must be something because I've seen like ten different teams do it.
1: Well, it was just it was hilarious, and then. But
0: you know what? Do you know what stops it
1: working? You know when you've got a goalkeeper that can't play out from the back. Well that, that like that's my reason for saying that is like I'd rather us not do it. But if you played that pass into Mellier, I reckon he'd be able to play the ball out to the wing from there. Yeah. I do, no, I won't say I don't think he would play it to the oncoming central player that's rushing up behind whoever our holding midfielder would be, because I'm fairly certain I've seen that happen. Yeah. But but
0: no. They uh, were hilariously bad. And they only got lucky that Brentford dropped off and decided to save the legs in the second half because that might have been six or seven. And it was very, 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 very funny.
1: Second game of the season, Brentford have thought, they've had enough. Just, just let's yeah. just sit back here. Let's
0: have a bit of mercy rule here. <laughs> so, yeah. And obviously, it doesn't particularly affect us. We are sixth, therefore we are delighted. But it must be fun for Man City fans being top of the league while scum are literally
1: bottom. Haven't scored a goal of their own yet.
0: Yeah, they've had one on goal, haven't they?
1: Yep. Get Phil Jones back in that squad.
0: You really do love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that'll do us for episode 168 of Mighty White's podcast. We'll be back in a couple of days. Uh, I've been Jack, see I've
1: been Casey, have a good one.
0: In a bit.